Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Frag Tag Radio. Here with you today is your boy, Paradius, and uh, just finished watching the Xbox E3 uh, media briefing for this year. So I just kind of wanted to go through and uh, talk about you know what was announced, talked about during the show. And, uh, you know, give you all my reactions on that. So, uh, first out, they came out the gate with the Xbox One S, which is the new slim Xbox One. Uh, it seemed to, uh, definitely a lot sleeker. They say 40% smaller than the regular Xbox One. Uh, also has a, uh, not only capable of streaming 4K video, but also has a 4K Blu-ray player in it, uh, and has, uh, HDR gaming, which for those who don't know is high dynamic range. So if you have an HDR TV or a 4K TV, uh, that'll take advantage of those, uh, the high dynamic range of colors and spectrum and things like that. Um, as well as the console will automatically upgrade. Uh, so if you're playing a game at 900p or 1080p or whatever, it'll automatically upscale that to 4K uh, for your 4K TV, which is really great because uh, currently 4K TVs, most of them already upscale whatever images is being output to 4K anyway. So if you were playing a game like Quantum Break at uh, 900p, uh, and then so the console is upscaling from 900p to 1080p and then the TV is upscaling again from 1080p to 4k Then the image kind of comes out a little bit grainy uh, in some games. Uh, I definitely noticed this in uh, In-game engine cutscenes and things like that in certain games like uh, the victory screen in Halo 5 and like I said while playing in Quantum Break uh, as well as some other games, so that's uh, really good. That that's not that's going to be out. Uh, the power bar is also integrated into the Xbox One S, uh, so you know the whole Xbox One S is you know uh, it comes in white. You can stand it vertically, uh, and it's going to be starting off at two ninety nine, which I think is a really good price point, uh, especially for you know where we're at in this console generation. So uh, I think that was a strong place to start. Uh, from there, they talked about the Xbox Play Anywhere initiative, where from now on, uh, definitely all Microsoft Studios publish games, but hopefully uh, um, a lot of third-party games as well. When you buy them on Xbox One, you'll automatically own it for free on Windows 10 and vice versa. If you buy it on Windows 10, you'll automatically own it for free on Xbox One. So you won't have to buy two copies if you game on PC sometimes or if you game on Xbox One sometimes. Uh, you'll be able to just, you know, seamlessly move back and forth uh, as well as crossplay. Uh, Gears 4, uh, which is the first game they brought up. They showed a bunch of awesome uh, co-op campaign footage. It was looking really great. A lot of cool weather effects with the lightning coming down. They even showed... Uh, uh, an old Marcus Phoenix sitting in the chair at the end saying welcome home son to JD which was really freaking cool um, but yeah so that's going to be cool uh, it's like Gears of War 4 was looking great um, Gears of War 4 will have cross play between uh, Xbox One and Windows 10 uh, just like Killer Instinct already does uh, and a bunch of other games uh, that are coming out for Xbox One in the future I think pretty much just about all games are going to be supported like that going forward. If the game is coming out on Xbox One and Windows 10, it'll just be part of the Xbox Play Anywhere. Uh, 
and you know it's all through xbox live so essentially you know if you own a pc then you own an xbox one now and vice versa so uh, i think that's really cool uh with the unified app system coming soon too um you know all the apps that come out on the windows 10 store we'll get them on xbox one vice versa um really interested to see where that goes um they did a brief Killer Instinct thing to uh, unveil General Ram, which is going to be the next character coming to Killer Instinct. Came, you know, coming fresh off that Gears Four campaign uh, gameplay. It was really cool to see General Ram going up against Jago, stabbing the sword into him, just like he did Min Kim in Gears One. Uh, so that was really cool. But that was a really short segment, just long enough to show off General Ram. Uh, after that was Forza Horizon Three, uh, which is coming September twenty seventh. Uh, this time, the Forza Horizon, the Horizon Festival is set in Australia, and it's just gonna. It just looks really freaking awesome. Uh, it looks like they're putting a lot more fun into it. It's moving more and more away from the simulation uh, of motorsport, uh, Forza Motorsport. Now, while the simulation is still in there, and you can totally do those type of races, uh, you know they've got uh, races through the jungle, off-road races, races they were racing on the beach, on the sand, dirt roads, regular roads, gravel roads. Uh, cliff sides, uh, you know, and I, I think Australia is just a really great, great, great location to showcase all those different type of terrains, and it just looked so much fun, and I'm a Forza fan, I'm always excited for a new Forza game, but I think I'm even more excited than usual for Horizon 3, just because of, just because of how awesome it looked. Uh, it, it, it was it, just amazing looking, uh, and can't wait to uh, get my hands on that later this year. Which that, like I said, will be coming September 27th. After that came Recore, which uh, this is the uh, uh, the game from Anufane uh, uh, and uh, Comcast and the uh, developers from Metroid who did Metroid Prime. Uh, about you know, you play this girl with a little robot, or she—it's like a little ball that you put into robots and brings them to life. Uh, they showed off some of the gameplay for that. It's looking really, really good. Uh, you know, definitely coming from really good, a really great creator and really good developers. Uh, so I have I have high expectations and high hopes for this game. Really looking forward to it. Uh, that will be coming, uh, I believe, September as well. Uh, yes, September nineteenth. Um, so definitely looking forward to that. Uh, they didn't show um, a whole lot. It was kind of limited gameplay footage, but there was gameplay footage. And it was kind of mixed in with the trailer, uh, so it was kind of going, going back and forth. But yeah, that was cool looking. Um, after that, uh, Square came on stage, showed off Final Fantasy XV. Uh, it was uh, some sort of a epic boss battle, fighting some giant guy trying to take his arm out. Now, if I'm being honest. Um, I mean, graphically it looked great. I loved the art design, but uh, the combat just didn't seem that great from the presentation that I saw. Uh, or maybe it, maybe it was just the dude who was playing. I mean, he kept getting knocked over by the boss over and over and over. It just seemed like he was struggling, or that the game wasn't doing what you know he probably would have wanted to have done in that situation to keep jumping on his arm and hitting him. Or maybe he was waiting for certain quick time cues or i don't know i don't know i mean it didn't look bad it, it just didn't look great either um and you know me being a player of final fantasy back on you know nintendo super nintendo back in the day it looks nothing like like the final fantasies that i i really liked back in the day um which is why i was such a big fan of lost odyssey from the original creator of final fantasy that still had the kind of turn-based combat in it with uh, so you know with the rings 
was really was really well done. And then, you know, Final Fantasy has been kind of moving away from that for a while now. Uh, of course, with 13, 13-2, and then Lightning Returns. Um, 13 was, meh, it was good, but it wasn't great. 13-2 I thought was really good. I, I'm a big fan of 13-2. And then uh, Lightning Returns was really good as well. Maybe not quite as good as 13-2, but it was definitely better than 13. So, uh, you know. Take that, take that how you will. Um, after Final Fantasy XV came uh, the Division. They showed off uh, a trailer for the new Underground DLC, which will of course be coming first to Xbox One. Uh, procedurally generated dungeons. Uh, looks like some more trying to bring to the Division more in line with Destiny because I think that's what people expected from it in the beginning, and then it came out and it was kind of like Destiny, but not quite. Uh, so you know, I think this is going to bring it more in line with that. Uh, after the division, Battlefield One coming October twenty third. Now, I've always been more of a Call of Duty fan than Battlefield, but I gotta say, after seeing the recent Call of Duty stuff and Battlefield One, I think I'm totally switching gears. And you know, it, I think part of it is Call of Duty fatigue, but part of it is also that I'm tired of the present to futuristic setting i'm ready to take it back you know uh now world war ii games were totally overdone for a long time there but it's been a long time since we had those because we've been doing the modern and future thing for what seems like forever now almost the whole last console generation you know and plus so far this generation so i think taking it back to world war one is just really really sweet idea uh and of course dice is going to do a great job and the gameplay just looks phenomenal with the zeppelins and the planes and the old tanks and the flamethrowers and the old style machine guns uh trench warfare it just looks freaking awesome uh cannot wait cannot wait uh to play that uh, later on, which that will become on October 23rd. Uh, and then a few things coming to the Xbox One itself, some features. Uh, now, if you're in the preview program, you've already you've already started playing around with Cortana, uh, who she's working pretty well right now, but they, they still got some tweaks to do that before they release you know, it to everybody because there's definitely some bugs in the dashboard right now. Uh, but also, background music finally coming to Xbox One, so you'll be able to you know, put your favorite songs on your console or I guess maybe plug in your phone or whatever and then listen to music in the background while playing a game. Uh, currently, you would have to snap an app and play it play your game snap to listen to music or just not listen to music at all or plug in some earbuds to your phone and put those on while you were playing or whatever so uh this is a long long requested uh feature which will be finally coming to xbox one and then some interesting things uh clubs on xbox one which is like this social community thing where like if you're a big fan of gears you'll be able to make a gears club and invite all your friends to it and then it'll be, I guess it'll be like a message board. People can post about gears, whatever, screenshots. And then I guess anybody else who's in the group, you can set it so they can invite other people and potentially a group you create can grow without you even sending out invites, you know, based on what the people in your group are doing, who they're inviting. Uh, it definitely seems like it could be pretty cool. Um, uh, I'm, I'm all about, you know, gaming being more social. Uh, so it's definitely got potential, uh, although I'm not, I'm not sure how it's going to work. Uh, looking for group on Xbox Live, obviously largely inspired by Destiny and all the LFG websites out there for that game. And then, you know, they started popping up for other games. And so I think just integrating that into the console and I think that just, that just makes it a crap ton easier. Uh, not having to go through, go to these websites. I'm sure websites everywhere, web, like <laughs> Destiny LFG was probably like, oh, damn it. When they saw this, uh, announced at the conference today. Uh, so, you know, it is what it is. Um, 
but I think that's going to be an overall great addition uh, for gamers. Uh, all right. So, and then the last one was Arena, which uh, will bring, I guess, esports style tournaments to Xbox for, for every game. And I think you might even be able to create your own tournaments, invite other people to tournaments. There'll be sponsored tournaments and anybody can join into these tournaments uh, and potentially, you know, play for prizes, bragging rights, money, you know, anything from great stuff to absolutely nothing. But uh, I that, that seems like it's going to be pretty cool. I know esports has just been blowing up the last years and just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And people are into that stuff. You know, uh, every kid these days he thinks he's going to grow up and make money off playing video games, which, you know, it, 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 it could be a cool thing. But, I mean, I, I wouldn't go uh, setting my, my life plans on that, if you know what I mean. Um, after that was oh xbox design labs uh where you'll be able to customize your own controllers the colors of the d-pad the sticks the colors of the front of the controller the back of the controller uh things like that that seems like it'll be pretty cool uh being able to customize your own controller uh i would definitely maybe get one for myself although i already have the elite controller so i guess i would just be buying that for like a second player if i have a guest over or whatever um Minecraft people came out. Uh, Crossplay is coming to Minecraft. It'll be first between Windows 10 uh, and mobile, but it's coming to Xbox One, uh, I guess, early next year. And then you'll be, Xbox One players will be playing with PC players, mobile players. Everybody will be playing together. Part of the whole Xbox Live uh, Play Anywhere initiative. That's going to be pretty cool. Uh, Realms, which... Uh, you'll be able to create with your friends and then they'll all be on dedicated servers, dedicated servers coming to Minecraft. So you won't have to join somebody else's dedicated server or pay for one. You know, they're just, they're just there. So that'll be sweet. Um, also coming out with some add-ons for it, which uh, the one they showed was like, you could tweak it and turn all the zombies into aliens and then turn all the villagers into some men in black looking dudes. And then they were fighting the aliens with them. So definitely looks like it could be pretty cool. Um, I'm not a huge Minecraft player myself, but I know a lot of people are, uh, and they were probably pretty excited about that. So after that, all right. So inside, this is the, uh, new game, uh, from the developers, the creators of limbo, um, and that is actually coming on June 29th. And right now, the original Limbo is free on Xbox One. Not sure about 360, but on Xbox One, definitely free um, to all Xbox One players. I don't, even, I, don't, I don't even think you have to be a gold member to get it. They didn't say. But uh, yeah, and I, they didn't say like it was for a limited time. So I don't know if that's just forever or what. But uh, so if you've never played Limbo, definitely want to go check that out. Um, after that... Uh, ID at Xbox, Chris Carla came out, showed off a bunch of stuff. Uh, Cuphead was up there. Outlast 2, which looks phenomenal. Um, uh, talked about Ark, which uh, Ark is going to be part of the Play Anywhere thing. If you own Ark on Xbox One, you already own it on PC. Um, Below from uh, from Cappy, that was looking great as well. Uh, you know, and, and there was definitely a number of other ones as well, but they were kind of going by super fast. Um, and then We Happy Few, which looks awesome. Uh, now, when I when I when I, they showed this last year, I thought it looked pretty cool, uh, and I figured, yeah, I'll check that out. But I wasn't super stoked about it. But after seeing the gameplay trailer today, uh, I just can't wait to play it. Uh, and that's actually coming to the Xbox One preview program on July 26th. Now, this game has a definite Bioshock 
dishonored vibe going on to it which looks really freaking awesome uh i won't spoil it for you definitely want to check out uh the the gameplay trailer from the xbox uh, media briefing on that looks it looks amazing and then after that all right so uh, everyone's played the witcher 3 the gwent card game they're making that into like a standalone spin-off game where it's all about just the cards uh, take it or leave it. I don't know how you feel about card games. I like card games, but you know we've already got Magic the Gathering, Hearthstone, uh, and then Bethesda announced one last night, and uh, the Skyrim one, and then now we got this one. I think uh, card games might be starting to get a little bit overdone, uh, but you know we'll see. Uh, and then after that, so Tekken 7. Now, when Tekken 7 was first announced, everybody was saying, oh, it's going to be PlayStation exclusive, blah, blah, blah. And then eventually they said, no, it's not PlayStation exclusive, but we don't have nothing else to announce. And then, boom, they came on stage today and showed off the new Tekken trailer on the Xbox stage. Uh, and actually, for this whole week of E3, uh, Tekken Tag Tournament 2 is free on Xbox One. You can download that, start playing for free. So that's definitely worth checking out if you don't own it. Uh, and then after that, uh, Dead Rising 4. Now, this game actually leaked a little bit early uh, this past week, actually. Uh, a couple screenshots leaked, uh, po the promotional poster leaked, blah, blah, blah. So we knew, you know, it was a thing. We knew it was how Frank West. We knew it was back in the setting from the original game. Uh, but they showed off a lot of the gameplay, which I hadn't seen yet, which looked amazing, amazing, amazing. And graphically, it just looks way better than uh, Dead Rising 3, which Dead, Dead Rising 3 was already a good, pretty good-looking game. Uh, but so, so much more uh, zombies on screen, more blood, particle effects. It was just really, really awesome-looking. Uh, and as a huge Dead Rising fan, I played them all. Cannot wait to play Dead Rising 4. After that was Scalebound. Now, that game was originally supposed to come out this year, but then got pushed back till next year. Uh, and this is from Platinum Games, the, the, the creators of, you know, Bayonetta, Wonderful 101, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and it was looking really cool to me. Uh, definitely would, would love to hop on dragons and co-op fight big badass monsters with my friends. Um... Now, that being said, it didn't have that, like, wow factor where, like, oh, I, I wish this was out today so I could play it right now. Although, you know, it, it did look great, and I'm definitely looking forward to playing it. And it's from Platinum, you know, so it's going to be good. Uh, you know, the question is, you know, what are they doing with, uh, <laughs> with these gameplay trailers? Because the one last year, you know, it was was decent looking as well, but it didn't blow me blow my socks off either. So... Um, you know, uh, but like I said, it's platinum and Bayonetta is amazing. So I figured this has got to be amazing too. Plus the co-op in there, really looking forward to playing it. Uh, I just wish they had put together a little bit better of a gameplay trailer for it. Uh, and after that was Sea of Thieves, uh, and they showed off the first actual gameplay footage of that. And that just looks amazing. Jump in there with four of your friends, more of your friends. Y'all all just hop on a pirate ship together, start sailing off. You run into a ship sailing by of five other a group of five of the, other people's friends you started firing at them start a ship battle on the water uh just looks amazing cannot cannot wait cannot wait to play that i wish that was out today that is a game i want to play right now sea of thieves look amazing and i believe this is going to be a true return to form for rare which uh which is long overdue so 
Sea of Thieves. All right, so then State of Decay 2, they showed a brief trailer. It wasn't a CGI trailer, but it wasn't exactly a gameplay trailer either. It was more like an engine with the game. It did show exactly what it's going to look like. So uh, that's looking really good. Obviously, uh, that one's going to have co-op this time, uh, at least based on what they were showing in the trailer. That's what it seemed to me. And uh, that's what the first State of Decay was missing. I mean, it was already a great game, but it was just missing that co-op, being able to set up your own camp and survive with your friends i think that's going to bring a whole new dynamic to state of decay and cannot wait to play that with my buddies for show um all right so then after that halo wars 2 uh which will be coming out february 21st next year and the beta actually starts today and runs for the whole week uh and of course that's free open beta to all xbox one owners uh so between a free copy of limbo a free copy of tech and tag tournament and the halo wars 2 beta you're going to be pretty busy this week you're not going to be you know and, and on top of keeping up with all the e3 coverage throughout the week and playing these free games you're going to have you're going to have some ish going on so uh definitely um i, I thought about playing the halo wars 2 beta a little bit before recording this episode but i decided i want to you know get it done get the show up as quickly as possible and i'll come back and talk about halo wars 2 uh again you know later in the next episode so you can look forward to that um but then <clears throat> came the end of the conference phil spencer came back out to close out the show and they announced uh project scorpio which is the new xbox one and it, they did they confirmed six teraflops uh true 4k gaming they didn't talk about a price point but they did say holiday 2017 so you know this year uh 2016 you know be the xbox 360s and then next year 2017 project scorpio which the name will probably change between now and then for sure uh they might even just go back to calling it regular xbox knock the one off and it'll just be xbox from now on because the whole message here was blending generations and no boundaries and blah, blah, blah. And they pretty much said this is the last console generation. You know, from now on, every three or four years, they'll just come out with an upgraded version of the Xbox, which will still play all the old Xbox games, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Pretty, pretty much how mobile phones have been doing for a while now. So uh, you heard it there. At least for Xbox, this is the last console generation. It's just going to be an endless generation that goes on forever with uh, an upgrade every three to four years. And you can upgrade if you want or don't because you'll still be able to play all the all the, all the the new games on the older version of the console. If you get the 360S this year, whatever games come out when Scorpio launches next year, you'll still be able to play those on that console and vice versa. Only difference is you'll be able to get a, a higher graphics, uh, you know, probably maybe even a higher frame rate and just a little bit better gameplay experience on the higher end console. So, nothing to worry about there, and uh, I thought that was amazing that they had decided to announce it today, uh, because, you know, Sony already came out and said they're not talking about Neo at E3 this year, which is going to be their upgraded thing, which is supposed, supposedly around four teraflops, which is going to make the project Xbox Project Scorpio a good 30 to 40 percent uh, more powerful than the PlayStation Neo, so... You know, Sony fanboys have been touting that horn for the last three years. Oh, PlayStation's more powerful. Xbox One's not good because it's not as powerful as PlayStation 4. I'm interested to see how the arguments change when suddenly Xbox One has the more powerful console. So uh, it's going to be interesting. But, you know, hopefully uh, people can just chill out and play some games and not worry about that stuff because I'm pretty much guessing regardless of what console you're playing on, you know, you're, you're just going to be having fun enjoying yourself. So uh, there it is what it is. Um, Obviously, there will be more news coming out this week with Ubisoft's press conference later today, uh, Sony's, which I may or may not watch, I don't know, um, and then 
more news coming throughout the week. So uh, I will have another episode uh, probably, you know, with, within the next week or so, uh, which I will be talking about all of the announcements that came after the uh, Xbox Media E3, E3 briefing and talk about my hands-on time with Halo Wars 2, uh, playing the beta for that. And, uh, yeah, so it's been a good episode. I appreciate you guys tuning in. And I'll catch y'all next time. Peace. Frag attack radio.